Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Conley works the far side for a fading back mid-range jumper. No good. Offensive rebound Donovan. He gets reset for a deep, deep, deep three and tickles the twine. Off the bounce three. Swirls out. Flying in for the rebound zone. He got it. What a rebound by Royce. His feet go up and now come back down and into play. What an effort. High pick and roll Donovan with Rudy. Step back three for Donovan. Pow! Donovan is now guarded by Davion Mitchell. Head fakes, drives, spins, off balance floater. Got it. Nifty shot. Finds Clarkson. Rotates to Pascal. Hard left hand drive. Kicks to Ingles. Back to Donovan in the corner. Three ball off. Ball movement is good. And Donovan's got 31. Ring the bell. There you go. Donovan had 31 finish with 36, was it? Conley with 30. And the Jazz. I don't want to say they roll because I didn't think they did roll. I think Sacramento, as we were talking about yesterday, is a greatly improved team. But the Jazz still get it done, 119 to 113. That's all that matters. Rudy Gobert continues to dominate the boards with 20. Hassan Whiteside providing a little energy, a little uh, emotion. Playing well. Now, that was against his former team, so we've seen that happen a time or two over the years, I think. You could say that for sure. But he's playing well, playing better than what they got last year. I know everybody loves favors, but I only love them if they're playing well. Um, these guys are basketball players. They're not my friends. So uh, I really don't care about uh, sentimentality. I care about winning. And they're winning. They're doing that. Now they get ready to go out on a three-game road trip with the Floridas, and they've got Atlanta on Tuesday, or Thursday, I should say, today. Yesterday was Tuesday. That's tomorrow, so they'll be leaving today. Joe Engel's supposed to join us sometime after 8.30 as they get ready to leave. I think they're taking off around noonish to head down to Atlanta. Tough little road trip coming up. Uh, uh, we have just been told that it is 9.05 this morning, so we'll look forward to that with Joe and his weekly visit, he is always on time. You can count on Joe doing what he needs to do to rearrange his schedule. And obviously can't do it tomorrow because they'll be practicing and all that stuff, getting ready for the Hawks. So we look forward to Joe here, what, in about two hours. Join us then. 5.30 tip-off tomorrow. Look forward to the Jazz. See what they can do on this three-game road trip as we're starting to not get into the heart of the season. We're starting to get going and see if they can continue. And I have no doubt that they can. So... That's it with the Jazz. We'll get more into that as the morning progresses right here in 97.5, 1280 Zone. Hashtag NBA. George Hill, top of the arc now for the Bucks. He's defended tightly on the outside by Hayes. Sends to a wide open Giannis. They dared him to shoot that three, and he made him pay. Jimmy sizing it up. 11 seconds on the shot clock. Kicks it back out to Lowry for three. Right in Luka's face. Pushes ahead to Hardaway. Met by Lowry. Across the way to Luka. Will shoot the three. Got it. Braun with the basketball. Head down. Head up. Here he goes. Left hand. Got it. LeBron James in charge against the 1-6 Houston Rockets. Way to go, LeBron James. Be in charge and need to go right down to the end to, to beat the almost winless Houston Rockets. LeBron's still sensational. 30 points, 10 assists, no doubt about that. Westbrook, 27. Anthony Davis had his. But Westbrook, 
I'd have to look and see what the box scores have been in the eight games. I think the Lakers are five and three. Uh, what he has done, if this, I think it was just off the top of my head looking at the box scores, which I try to look at every single one of them when these teams play, that that might be his best scoring game. Now, he still was, what, over, over four, I think, from three, which is, uh, you know, going to be telling in the postseason. But we got a long way before we get there. Suns needed a late rally to beat the Pelicans. Pelicans aren't very good. Chris Paul, 18 assists, moves third place all time. Assist, what's he behind our hero Stockton and who's second? Is it still Mark Jackson? It's, it's Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. Okay, there you go. I'm not a big uh don't know the numbers for basketball, but I know who won. And that's what matters. And I appreciate Chris Paul being this thirty seven, what, turning thirty eight, still being able to play at such a high level. I think it's really cool that these guys are taking care of themselves and putting in the time. We see it with LeBron. You know, you look at his body, and you can't really tell any difference from what uh, he'll be. Thir- he'll be 38 too in in two months. Uh, if anything, he's in better shape uh, at this age. And I think it takes a literal lifetime commitment. Every what I mean by that is every day you have to be aware of it. So it's cool to see that these guys take this very seriously and are trying to extend this as long as they possibly can. And Chris Paul is still playing at a high level. The Heat beat the Mavs. Jazz get the heat on this road trip. Remember, Kyle Lowry is now with the heat coming over from Toronto. And the Bucks get a win still without most of their guys. But they have Yanni as he goes for 28-8 boards and 9 assists over the hapless Pistons. I think they're like 1-6. And the ben, so- ben Simmons saga continues. As the saw this yesterday, the Sex Sixers are frustrated that Simmons doesn't want to uh, receive some assistance to address the mental readiness to play. It just seems like that is an ongoing saga that needs to end because it's not going to end well for Philadelphia. So try to find a way to cut your losses. All right, that's your NBA right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Hashtag NFL. I enjoy working with Melvin. Uh, it just didn't work out the way we envisioned, the way he envisioned, and and sometimes that happens in free agency. And that's really, you know, culturally why we build our team primarily through the draft. Steelers coach Mike Tomlin building their team primarily through the draft, and it has worked. NFL j- trade deadline. That seems early. I guess we're already halfway through. There's really no uh, specific halfway through. I think today literally is halfway through if you want to go the season. Uh, you can't go games anymore with the odd number of games. So we're heading into week nine, right? And the uh, trade deadline. So we know that Vaughn Miller went. They had some deals around the league. Uh, Deshaun Watson was not traded, obviously. Uh, still got the lawsuits. Uh, Miami's owner, Stephen Ross, had contingencies that needed to be met uh, for any deal. And the, the final decision was made not to move forward. So we'll see what happens there. Now, I guess the biggest news was uh, certainly the most tragic. Henry Ruggs III, a speedster out of Alabama with the Raiders, uh, was picked up, uh, was involved in a vehicle crash, and a woman died right there on Rainbow, which is just west of the Strip a little bit, a mile or two. Uh, And uh, he said that... They, what are they? They could tell he was impaired, I guess. 
or allegedly. He, he remained at the scenes, had yeah. signs of impairment, was taken yeah. to the hospital, and then taken to jail. Right. And he faces uh, multiple felony charges because there's a uh, death involved, reckless driving. Uh, going to have his court appearance. Now, I don't want to convict anybody. I think we have to be very, very careful on that, no matter what we think. Let the legal process play out. But a woman died. I mean, that's when you get the DUIs and charges thereof, uh, you know, you hope that nobody is injured. And I guess that makes it less serious. Yeah, obviously, it's more serious when somebody dies, but I'm uncomfortable saying less serious. But when there's a death involved, I mean, that's the ultimate tragedy. And the Raiders released him. He's only 22 years old, right? Yeah, what was he like? The what they, they they picked him in the first round, didn't they? Was it twelve? Twelve overall pick. Yeah, and he is a speedster. I don't I don't think he pl- he didn't play high school football. I think until like he was a junior. But he's got that four two speed. And uh, this is a tragic situation, man. When will we learn? When will we get a handle on this? Uh, I don't have any answers to it. I just know this is awful. Okay, there you go. Let's move on. Hashtag college football. College friggin' football. Well, the poll came out, the college football poll. Oh, man. BYU at 15. I think that's a tremendous amount of respect shown the Cougars at 15. A two-game losing streak, and they're still considered to be in the top 15. That's great. No doubt about it. But then you got Cincinnati sitting there at 6. Uh, they beat Notre Dame. Notre Dame's 10th, but that wasn't enough. Uh, Oregon gets in there at 4. I was surprised by that. Uh, House State, 5th. Uh, Cincinnati, 6th. At 8-0, I mean, I'm a Pac-12 homer, but I think I would have put Cincinnati there. I guess beating Ohio State on the road is better than beating... Um, Notre Dame on the road and then listening to the folks talk about it is that Oregon gets credit for something they didn't have. What I mean by that is Thibodeau didn't play. The stud rush defensive end dude terrorized the Utes as a freshman two years back. And because he wasn't there, somehow that win was even more impressive. I mean, they won the game. What was he going to do? Uh, But they get credit because he didn't play. And that bumps them up. And this seems baffling. To me, this is the uh, Oresco of the uh, AAC. This is the Power 5 Invitational. Well, I'll even narrow it down more. It is the SEC Invitational. And then we'll let two other teams in, likely to be Ohio State and somebody else. I mean, Alabama at 7-1. They lose to AM, which is 14. But, yeah. Seems like Cincinnati should have been in there. But there's still plenty of time, but I don't hold any hope for Cincinnati. Maybe in a couple years when they go into the Big 12, although they're not scheduled. uh, That hasn't been set yet. So maybe it'll be 2024. So it might be even longer than that. Man, that seems excruciating long. Excruciatingly long. That's like, uh, you know, you're going to have a four-year engagement, but you're religious, so you don't have any hanky-panky. Come on, how are you supposed to hold out? Right? Isn't that the way it goes? How long was your engagement? Six weeks? Yeah, no. How long? You're engaged for five months? Five months. 
No, not that long. Four Thought months. about sports a lot, huh? Yes, lots of sports. <laughs> I was working with you two. <laughs> keep you occupied. <laughs> oh, brother. I, you know, anything that is judge where judges get involved, it sort of turns me off. I don't know what else to say. So we'll see. Georgia, Alabama, two SECs. Michigan State, I'm fine. Big win. They're 8-0. and zero. Beat Michigan. Great game. They said that was the most watched game of the season, right? So a lot of folks saw it. I watched as much of it as I could flicking around Saturday morning. And, yeah, so like, no problem there. But we'll see what happens. And maybe Oregon in the end. If Oregon runs the table, I think I would potentially think differently. Because right now the Utes are not ranked. But the Utes are, in my mind, minimally, minimally a top 20 team. Because you have to look at it the way... If Oregon is going to get credit for Thibodeau didn't play then I got to give the Utes credit for them screwing up and not starting rising, despite what I told them months earlier, that they should have started him. And they've only had the one loss since he's been playing. So my point is, if Oregon beats Utah twice and does finish with only one defeat, those are two really good wins, and one of which would be here up the street at Rice-Eccles in, uh, what, uh, two weeks and that's uh, two and a half weeks. That's very, very impressive as far as I'm concerned. So if Oregon is able to pull that off, plus they would beat Oregon State. Oregon State's better this year. It's a rival game, so that adds more intrigue and emotion and all that stuff into it. So right now I'm surprised that they're in, but maybe when we get to December, if they're still sitting there with only one loss, that's a whole other ball game. So we'll see how that plays out. Clay Helton's got a new job. He's going to go to Georgia Southern, which BYU plays. They play out of state this week, and then there's a bye. Then they go to Georgia Southern. Now, he'll be the coach, but I don't know if he's going to be on the sidelines, right? It sounds like and, he's just going to be there starting yeah, to get work on recruiting yeah, and putting his staff together. Right, get going. They've hired him, so I don't know that he's going to be the day-to-day guy, which is it's interesting that he got fired uh, way back when and gets another job at the end of this before the season's over. But that's where we're going with college football because it used to be unheard of that you fired guys in the middle of the season. But the SE, uh, the uh, Big 12 done it twice with Matt Wells, our guy at Texas Tech, and Gary Patterson. And Lincoln Kyle Whittingham talked about that on Monday. And Lincoln Riley, uh, quote, to see two guys out in midseason like that, one with a winning record, which was Texas Tech, and one undoubtedly the greatest coach in the history of the school. Seeing Gary Patterson go out in the middle of the season, it's just, I don't know what to think of it, man. I was sick when I heard the news, to be completely honest. I know it's a tough business. Our jobs are scrutinized, and we're big boys, and can live with big boy decisions. But, man, what he did at that place to not even finish the year, I don't know. Dot, dot, dot. Man, it ain't right. I agree. It's not. I mean, simple, well said by Lincoln Riley. And coaches, they want to beat each other's brains out in recruiting and in the games. But when one gets low, gets let go, they rally around their own. We've seen it a million times. I agree with them. All right, that's your college football, 97.5, 12 of the zone. Hashtag Major League Baseball. He attacks and smokes one to deep left. This one's going super solid. That is out of the ballpark. Whoa! Over the train tracks, it's 3-0 Atlanta. And Jorge Soler lands the first punch here on the top of the third inning. 
This is struck well to deep center field. Sprinting back is Siri. Spins around. That one is gone. And right on cue, Freddie Freeman with his fifth home run this postseason. And the Braves now lead it 7 to nothing. The 0-2. Left side, Swanson to first. Braves, the Braves did win it all, 7-0. Not so much drama. George Soler took the uh, drama out of it early. A.K.A. Jorge Soler. <laughs> George Soler. <laughs> <laughs> literally sounds like a solar company. Yeah. Now, he had uh, he had the COVID earlier, right? Or was on the, uh, what do you call it, the uh, inactive list because of it? Correct. Because uh, he wasn't there early in the postseason, but he's certainly there with this series, uh, in the World Series, named MVP. First time in 26 years for the Atlanta Braves, a team that was under 500 in August. Make a great run. Congratulations to them. I would have loved to see in the seventh game, but six is still pretty good. And now, what does Houston do? Dusty Baker, the manager, he's in his mid-70s, doesn't have a contract for next season, not sure what's going to happen. Freddie Freeman's a free agent. So baseball for the regular season is over. Now we'll get to the award stuff in the next few weeks. And there you go. Baseball, we got five months before the season starts. I'm going to miss you. I miss you every year when you go because I watch a lot of it. I watch MLB Network, have fun with it on summer nights, summer afternoons, day games and all. It's in my heart. It will forever be in my heart. And I'm always sad when it's over, but it is over for now. And we'll see you in 2022, baseball. Vaya con Dios. Hashtag RSL. Soccer boy is not here today. He's taking care of some biz. But the ball club, first pitch tonight. At 8.30 ESPN 2. They're going to honor one of the mainstays of the franchise. I think they got two mainstays. Uh, Beckerman being one. And then that goalie. What was that goalie's name again? Nick Ramondo. Yeah. Nick Ramondo, right? The two of them were there. Faces of the franchise for so many years, right? And they're obviously very good players. And this is the next-to-last regular season match. And it gets uh, Portland, the tough Portland Timbers. So there you go on RSLs. They try to make their playoff push. Let me tell you that what is trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There is no job too big or too small. You can get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. You can call them. Their phone number at Shamrock Plumbing is 801-295-1690. 295-1690. That is Shamrock Plumbing. Joining us now is our man, Andrew. Andrew, I used to see you a lot and talk to you, but since you've been doing it on the phone, I haven't been able to talk to you. DJ does it, but he's not here today. So, Andrew, good morning. How the heck are you? I am doing well. How are you, PK? <laughs> Very well. Now, for those of uh, folks out there, men who have the ED issue, maybe they're not doing as well as they should. Why don't you tell us what Wasatch Clinic can do for them to make them feel a little bit better? Well, we are doing a lot for men if you're struggling in the bedroom. And this could be severe erectile dysfunction, or it could just be that you want to improve performance. We have two types of technology, acoustic wave therapy, 
we uh, use these pressure waves that essentially open up and regrow blood vessels. We have 50 clinical studies now showing this is basically the future of treating the problem. There's no pills. There's no chemicals, no side effects. We've helped so many men turn back the clock in the bedroom and get that relationship and intimacy back on track. Very good. Yeah, that's very, very important. And usually when you come on, you got some special offers for our listeners. And I know that's the case. Tell us about it. Yes. If you're ready uh, to treat the root cause problem of your erectile dysfunction, regain your love life, and get rid of the pills, those are important things, give us a call this morning. We do believe in delivering a lot of value. Uh, You'll meet with our doctor either at the Murray or St. George Clinic. He'll do a blood flow ultrasound, an assessment, exam. It's all free. You get the gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom. Uh, That's worth the trip, guys. And here's something pretty cool. Blood work and testosterone is free today as well if you feel like you have a need for that. Oh, really good, Andrew. So, guys, here's your opportunity to put a stop to your ED and also some other stuff that they got going. If you call today, call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now to claim the offer that Andrew is talking about. Wasatch Medical Clinic, 801-901-8000. Easy to remember, 801-901-8000. I'll repeat it one more time, 801-901-8000. Andrew, thank you. Thanks, PK. All right, that's Andrew from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Jump on that. One of the things that we didn't talk about in uh, What's Going On, uh, What's Trending, I guess it's called. I like What's Going On, but What's Trending is just as well, is uh, the Jets. They got a new hire. We got to get to that. How about that? That was awesome. And we got a quarterback expert going to join us, Riley Jensen is going to join us in the very next segment. Also, I already spoke about Joe Ingles coming on in two hours. And at 8 o'clock, guy that I recognize as the latter-day Mr. Brave. Now, certainly Hank Aaron is the uh, overall Mr. Brave for sure. But Dale Murphy has been a mainstay or was a mainstay and a very recognizable name in our community, but also for the Braves, obviously, a Braves legend. He's going to join us in about, oh, at the top of the hour, 8.05. So stay with us. We got a ton to talk about this morning. Excited to be here. Thanks for listening. 97.5, 12 The Zone. It's game week for the Cougars. And the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It ain't over till it's over. After a battle against Bronco Mendenhall in Virginia, the Cougars finally get a week off from Power 5 opponents as they welcome in Idaho State to Provo. Listen all week for your chance to win tickets to the game and then catch the Cougar pregame show Saturday at 1230 with the postgame show immediately following the game. From Monday morning to the postgame press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Cougar football than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hot takes or toast? See, it was like hot cakes or toast. That was my creation. I thought it was very clever. And Hot Takes or Toast is brought to you by Utah Facial Plastics. You're losing your hair? Well, it's 2021 and you don't have to. Come on. UFP Hair Restoration offers a large range of cutting-edge therapies to restore thick hair permanently. Just text HAIR, H-A-I-R, or you can call 801-960-3137, 960-3137 for 15% off any hair loss treatment or visit 
UtahHairMD.com. All right. Joining us now, Riley Jensen, noted quarterback expert, noted mental health performance coach, a man of many talents, and he has graciously offered to come in because DJ's off today to sit in. And, Riley, first of all, thanks one whole heck of a lot for doing this. No, I, I love coming in and, and, and bantering with you. It's, it's maybe my favorite thing to do. Well, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> We're not even one minute into the show, Jake. Not even one minute into the show, he's already called me an idiot. You got to set the tone, man. You just can't be messing around. You got to... Got to get the uh, the community right there, ready to go. <laughs> a lot of stuff to talk about with football, and you obviously can talk basketball too. You're a lifelong Utah, and you know all about the Jazz, and I know you work for them, do some mental performance stuff uh, with their employees anyway, and so uh, you got your, as I say, your hand in a lot of different areas in that regard. Uh, and you've also been a quarterback coach for many years at the local level, uh, for sure about that. And so I found it very interesting, found it very interesting when I saw yesterday that the Jets are hiring John Beck. And obviously he's been working down there in uh, Huntington Beach with basically a who's who list of guys at the college level and some guys at the pro level. What is it? What's it called? QB, QB Edge. QB Edge. Is that what it's called? Yeah. And so, and I and I covered him. I was working for the newspaper at the time, so I covered him in his entire career. And I always thought he was a deep thinker, cerebral guy, analytical, analyzed things. His intelligence level was off the charts for sure. Put together a big time. That's what you tell season. people about me too, right? Oh well, <laughs> it doesn't need to be said. <laughs> oh, wait, now I'm confused. Am I an idiot or no. am I? I, I don't well, know. you're an idiot generally speaking. But quarterbacking, <laughs> this is something that you've been doing. You played the position, obviously, but you've coached the position from a technical standpoint. Then you combine that with the mental performance aspect, which I think is makes you imminently qualified to talk about this because you have the just the playing stuff that went on you did it and you you coach it but then you add the mental aspect which quarterbacking mental aspect is very important also so you got all this stuff here and Zach has got the injury so he's off a few weeks I heard the Jets coach talk about it they want John Beck in the building. They already have an OC and a quarterback coach, but now they want John in the building. I just found the whole thing fascinating and wanted to get your take on it. Yeah, I, I, look, I, I think this, this whole situation with John Beck has been interesting from the beginning. Now, the one thing that I will say about so let's just let's just back up just a little bit to the Zach Wilson. Whoever whoever's coaching Zach Wilson right now on like the decisions that he's making, the way that he's interacting with teammates. And and I think a lot of this is just him and and he's matured on his own and, and kind of come into his own. But I think he's doing a fantastic job in a really, really tough situation. I mean when you look at him cheering on uh, you know the other quarterback for having a big game last week that shows a, a certain amount of confidence. And, and and I'll be honest with you, I've met a lot of quarterbacks over the years. It's a paranoid bunch. I was a little bit paranoid when I played. I didn't want to come out. I mean, I, I played with concussions. I played with injuries that maybe I shouldn't have played with. 
because I was worried if the next guy came in and and did anything good, the quarterback position is a position where people where coaches always go, well, that really provided us a spark. Uh, but coach, he was nine for thirty. Yeah, but he had a couple of lo- he had a couple of good runs, you know, and that really sparked the team. And so you, so I really like the way Zach Wilson is interacting with his teammates and doing those things, but. Here's where I think this is an interesting, like you said, number one, there's already an offensive coordinator. There's already a quarterback coach. How How is John Beck going to interact with those guys? I know they're bringing him in because Zach trusts John Beck. And there's there's a wealth of knowledge that John Beck's going to be able to bring to the, to the table just for Zach. It's almost like having a veteran quarterback on staff because John played in the NFL. John played in situations where... It's a really bad team, and they're just throwing you out there to the wolves. <laughs> With the Miami Dolphins, I know. I've, oh, talked, yeah, 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 yeah. I've talked to John Beck a couple of times where he's like, you know, the tough part about the NFL is they're like, yeah, we don't have this guy, this guy. And, hey, man, we got to go out there, and we, we got to show well, and, and we got to try and win this game. And he's like, dude, I don't have this receiver. I don't have this tight end. Two of our linemen are out, and we're just going to throw me out there, and then that's how I'm going to be graded. Right, and so I think he can explain some of those things, and I think he has talked to Zach quite a bit about those different things. But here's where I think the next level is: is I think John has always been a really, really good tactician, and I think he's good for Zach mentally. What will be good is to have somebody that you trust that can go through the offensive game plan or look at what the defenses are doing and just kind of help you to feel confident about what you're doing each week. But as far as like the continuity goes and as far, I hope John Beck knows this offensive coordinator. I hope John Beck knows this quarterback coach. I know that he knows Zach Wilson, but man, this is throwing another level and another element to this that I I think could be confusing. And then I think from the 30,000 foot level, this is a little bit this is a little bit of a bad move for Zach. I know the Jets are just trying to do everything they can to make Zach and and help Zach to play to the best that he can. But you don't want to get labeled as a guy that needed somebody to come in. Right? Like you don't you don't want to be this guy that's like, oh yeah, we just I mean, we brought in his fourth grade English teacher <laughs> to tutor him at school. You you just don't want to be because he really trusts him and and it, and so I just think the optics aren't very good for Zach. Not necessarily that it's a bad move by the Jets, not necessarily that it's a bad move at all. I just don't like the optics. You don't ever want to be that guy that like other teams are going, hey, is our mom and dad coming in too? Are they going to live with you so that you can feel comfortable in New York? Like, You don't want that optic. And I'm not saying that that's the way Zach is or that that's what Zach needs. I'm just saying that that optic can be there. Who do you think approached whom on this? Ooh. I think probably the Jets. I, well, no, this is how I think it went down. I think the Jets said, "Hey, is there is there anything that we can do to help you? Like what what else can we do to help you?" And I it probably came up in conversation that Zach feels comfortable with him. Well, what if we brought him on? Well, would you do that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm wondering you have a first-time head coach, what's his name? Salah, and uh LaFleur, right, is the coordinator and He's a first-time coordinator. So you got a lot of rookies there combined, most importantly, two things, a crappy team and a rookie quarterback. Uh, So in terms of 
all that, they don't have a lot of experience in their current jobs, uh, which, which is fine. You know, you, you, it's not to say they don't deserve the jobs because it's not like they were just standing around and got plucked in there to do that. They've earned and worked the opportunities to be where they are, and the Jets selected them, so let's, you know, let's see what they can do. Uh, so I'm wondering how much that played into it. If, if that's a situation where the Jets are saying, uh, we got guys who know football, but nobody knows everything, and so maybe another set of eyes, a specialist. So it's like they they do that in like in baseball and spring training. And I know you got a baseball background. They'll bring in a base running expert, right? You know, and they'll and they'll work on rounding the base, uh, reading pitchers to get an edge, secondary lead, blah blah blah. So they do have specialists at, at times, and they used to bring in Hornacek here. Right. To try to help Karolinko. He would come in. Well, even Carl Malone came and worked with big guys yeah, for a bit. Right. Like, so they, they they do have. So it's not it's not unheard of, but I don't know that I've ever seen it during the season like this. And so, in a sense, to me, and there's a lot of different ways you can look at it, but in a sense, to me, it's looking like okay, we don't have all the answers. This guy can help. And in the final analysis, if we're winning games. Nothing else matters. The ingredients don't matter as long as on Sunday we're coming away with a victory. And so maybe that's the that's the way to think of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm interested to know what, what his title even is. is it, what is he, quarterback specialist? We have a quarterback's coach, but we have a quarterback specialist. I mean, I don't even know what his role is, and I don't even know. Like, who does John Beck answer to? Does he answer to Zach? Does he answer to the coaches? Like, how does this work? I think there's a lot of logistics to this that are that are really really interesting, but I I'm interested to see what what happens here. I I think John Beck obviously is super capable, and and it's not like he can't handle this situation. You know, it's like I'm looking at some of the quotes. You know, he he went to see John, and I was like, well, why not just bring him here? Sailor said. So I guess maybe Zach went during a bye week and went to see John Beck and talked to him. Now, did he drive from Jersey all the way to California? Yeah, that he was a drove, big thing last year. He drove <laughs> with that forty million dollar contract. He took a horse. <laughs> he took a horse from New York. Maybe to train. California. Maybe train. Train. Yeah. Train. Amtrak. Amtrak. Because then he could still study the playbook. Yeah. But, you know. I mean, last year, gosh, it was just legendary. The the. Trips uphill both ways to uh, go see John, and then what was he doing? Uh, was he Ubering or delivering food to make a Uber Eats some yeah. some extra cash on the side? He was showing up to people, and nobody knew who he was. Their doorsteps down there in uh, Orange County, so uh, that became <laughs> legendary to where it became obnoxious. <laughs> I'm look, getting look. a sense that you think it's maybe a little sign of weakness, though. No, I, I, I don't think it's a sign of weakness. I think that, but I do think that your perception, like how people perceive you is You're a baby? How your teammates perceive you, how- You're not yeah, a tough guy? Yeah, like, dude, like, you can't, like, you have to have a specialist? I don't get a specialist. I'm a, I'm a middle linebacker. I'm, I'm, where's my specialist? Where's Ray Lewis, man? Yeah, like, can I have Ray Lewis just hanging out with me every day, like, telling me how to play middle line? So I just, that's what I worry about. I don't think, I'm not trying to overthink this. I'm just thinking about long-term optics. But here's the deal. I don't think anything is happening with Zach Wilson and the New York Jets that all of us didn't predict. 
Like, it's not a great team. There, no, there's but, not a lot of good people around him. Like, did but, we not say that there was going to be bumps and lumps but I think and difficulties just, along and the way? And you talk about the thirty thousand foot level. Watching that game over in London early that Sunday morning, it, there was a little flare that he underthrew. Like, come on, Zach, that's not you. You could you could hit that one hundred out of one hundred times. It just seemed like he although, was second although, guessing himself. Although you can go back to the Hawaii Bowl game. Where there was a fourth down and he missed a flare, he missed an easy like swing route throw on fourth sure, down. Sure, you're right about right? that, like, but he was younger, so no, somehow I, know, I got past that. Right, because he had a one really really good year, but he had that one good pass in that workout. That's all it was. <laughs> well, that was pretty impressive. It wasn't really realistic to like what you're going to do in the NFL, but man, it was great for Wow Factor. Whoever told him to do that, that was fantastic because everybody like it went viral. Yeah, but. Listen, we look at we look at guys that play really good college football, and we're like, okay, that's automatically going to transfer over. But this is a this is a human being with real feelings, with real thoughts, and I just don't know. I, I mean, look, New York City is tough. I sure. mean, you know that better than I do. Yeah, I mean, right? and they weren't I expected mean, to be good. So my experience I, with New York is my wife, right? And she's tough. Like there is not, there's no. Well, like, she's the B off. word, right? She's abroad. She's not. <laughs> you know, when I tell her, like you said last time I was on the show, get out of the kitchen <laughs> or get in the kitchen. Is that what you told me? Tell her to get back in the kitchen. And then I said, "Oh, that'd go over real well." And you said, "Well, just say please." Yeah, <laughs> be nice. <laughs> well, my experience with New York is my wife. It's tough. Everybody talks about how tough it is. People are constantly talking about Zach Wilson. He can't go for a walk in the park, right? It's not like you can go and like just like, you know what? I'm just going to go for a hike up in the mountain real quick or take a walk around Central Park and nobody's going to know who he is and have some sort of comment about. I mean, there's nowhere to go to like kind of decompress and recalibrate and those sorts of things. I got you. I, I worry. I just worry about the load of all of this, and maybe that's the reason why they brought in John Beck is just to help him to understand, like, hey, this this stuff will pass. You'll get better. You're going to hit these swing routes. You're going to hit these flare routes. Like all this stuff is going to come back. But a confident athlete is a dangerous athlete, and that's what Zach was last year. But you can lose confidence by playing for a team like the Jets. Like you, there's 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 a couple of things that I've seen in social media where they're like. God, why can't why can't Zach Wilson make this play and they're actually being like facetious? Like like two guys are blocking the run guy. There's a linebacker like right in his face running free and then you look downfield from behind and it's man-to-man defense and there's not a guy with even like any separation at all. And my brother sent it to me uh, the other day, and he's like, "Hey, Rouse, does this give you flashbacks to when you played at Utah State?" And it really did. Like, it was like two guys went the wrong way. There's a middle linebacker in your face. They're in man-to-man defense, and nobody's open. Like, what? What are you supposed to do? You know? And people were like, "Well, why didn't he just step out of the way of this linebacker?" And I'm like, "That guy's top one percent in the world at what he does. That linebacker does not suck. Like, it's not just easy to outrun a linebacker or like out, you know, outplay a linebacker in the NFL. So he's got his hands full." He's going to have to be super mentally tough to make it through these situations, and maybe that's what maybe that's what their thoughts are with with John Beck is to help him to deal with the pressures of playing this position. It's it's hard freaking work. It's hard work. 
There's no question about it. And I think that the pressure has increased even while he isn't playing. And I'll explain why and what my point is and get your reaction to it when we come back. Stay with us. Riley Jensen, quarterback guru, mental health performance coach, joining us this morning. Dale Murphy coming up at the top of the hour and top of 9 o'clock hour. Joe Ingles will join us right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. This is Hanson Scotty. Let's do it. The head coach of the Utah State Aggies, Blake Anderson. Coach, you've got a quarterback really cranking at a high level right now. How proud have you been of his performance? Well, a lot of what y'all have seen is, is what I expected to see. There are some, I would say, growing things that Logan's been dealing with, but I think he's gotten better every week. He's not been healthy, and he's battled through it, which just tells you a lot about his toughness. Super quick release. He'll sit in the pocket to the last second to get the ball out when he needs to. He'll take the big hit to get the ball to delivered to the right guys. He's tough. He keeps getting up off the turf. But proud of what he's doing. I think he's only going to get better. He's playing with a lot of confidence right now, which is good for us. What kind of a show is this? Catch Hans Olsen and Scotty G every day from noon to 3 on 97.5 1280 The Zone. Powered by kslsports.com all you Jazz fans, you can purchase a Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat ticket to an upcoming Jazz game and receive unlimited hot dogs, soda, popcorn, nachos, and ice cream starting as low as 30 bucks per ticket. Visit utahjazz.com or you can call 325-2999, 325-2999 to buy your Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat tickets right now. All right, Riley Jensen, former quarterback for Utah State. High school coach, works with quarterbacks, mental performance coach. So the Jets hire John Beck. To complicate the matter, Mike White goes out and throws for 400 yards. That's it? Yeah, and they beat Cincinnati, which is an emerging team with Joe Burrow. So the Wilson family's getting a little nervous, aren't they? (laughs) I think, well, I mean... Look, the toughest the toughest position in all of sport is the quarterback's parents. <laughs> I mean, they have no control over what's going on, and they're just hoping and praying for all the best things to happen to their kid, right? And everybody's a critic. Everybody has an opinion on a quarterback. So that's that's a whole different story for another time. But but this goes back to the 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 point that you you that we brought up in in the last segment where quarterbacks become a paranoid bunch because look. There's not a quarterback that's in the NFL that isn't a really, really, really good quarterback, right? And I know even Nathan Peterman. I I know that you've never even heard of some of these guys, right? But these guys are very, very Cooper Rush. They're typically the best quarterback ever, or close to the best quarterback ever out of their college. These are confident individuals. They're alpha type personalities. They don't play in the NFL because they suck. Right now, is he as good as Zach Wilson? I don't think so, and I think long term will show. He threw for four hundred yards. I know. Has Zach thrown for four hundred yards all season? <laughs> yes. Come on. Come on. This is Southeast Louisiana, Texas, at San Antonio State here. <laughs> Did you just pull? Was that a Bo Diddley Tech? All those teams that BYU beat up that on a, last year. Give me a break. Come on. You're sounding seriously New Jersey. I could have thrown for 3,500 yards. I love that one. How many 300-yard games do you have in your career, PK? 
Oh, I never played Southeast Louisiana, Texas at San Antonio. Because you couldn't get on the uh, field. Denver Metro State College. Right, because you couldn't you couldn't even play at that level. Well, I didn't want to. I had other things I didn't to want do. To. Yeah. <laughs> I had I had other talents I had no uh But here's the de- here develop. You know, just just getting back to my original point before you distract me completely. <laughs> well, be mentally tough is not my problem. No, no, you do have to be mentally tough. Practice and, what you but, preach. But that's why you're that's why quarterbacks are a little bit of a paranoid bunch. You don't want to come out of games and you don't want anyone to come in and throw for four hundred yards after you've been struggling during the year. So you don't want to be Charlie Brewer. Exactly. <laughs> how, do Char- think, how do you think Charlie was thinking in that second half against San Diego State? Oh, dude, dude, I've seen a lot of it this year. I mean, you look at you, you look at uh, the quarterback for USC when Jackson Dark came in. You sh- Slovis. There was a whole bunch. Uh-oh. There was a whole bunch of memes <laughs> of his face as Jackson Dart is thrown for four hundred yards and four touchdowns in three quarters, right? And. That's why I think it's it's a compliment to Zach that he handled it, that he is being mentally tough, that he's handling it the way that you should. That doesn't mean that that's how he feels inside, right? Like, he's a competitor. Like, that bothers him. Throw a pick, throw a pick, throw a pick. I promise you it bothers him that this guy came in and threw for 405 yards. So what, what does the starting quarterback, what was Brewer and Wilson thinking? So the whole game, and then Brewer against San Jose State when rising obviously provided that spark. And even during all, Baylor Romney's looked good in the limited time he's played. I Listen, you, you can like these guys. Like, look, I, I was in a situation where where I got hurt and there was a guy who came off the bench and, and, and gave the team a spark and played really... It, you can really like that guy and you can see the writing on the wall and it hurts. Like, your, your stomach hurts. Does that shake your confidence? It can. So how do you deal with that it when can. you've been struggling... Or even if you've been playing well, but the other guy comes in and just does fantastic. You, so, so to me, I mean, this goes this this fast forwards to my new career here that yeah. I've had for the last five six years, right? Right, right. right. In mental toughness, the, the only thing that you can control you can't control how other people play. Everybody talks about control the controllables, and it, and it gets used a little bit over the top for me, like. The, the thing that's frustrating to me about that phrase is nobody talks about what the controllables are and what the uncontrollables are. So nobody knows. Everybody's like, yeah, what you got to do is you got to go out there, you got to control the controllables. And you're like, well, what the freak is that? Well, yeah, what can I control? I mean, they told DJ to control me, but I said, DJ, I'm uncontrollable. Yeah, that's not going to So you work. can't control me. Yeah, that's a bad idea. Right. Typically, you can't control anything outside of you. But when you're talking about controlling yourself, you're talking about controlling your attitude, which I thought Zach did a fantastic job with. You're talking about controlling your work ethic, which I think that he has a great work Work, I think. But then, okay, how much is that what, for show, though? But well, he knows I, the cameras are on. Well, well, of course, some of it's for show, but you have to act as if to begin with, right? Fake it until you become it is my phrase. Not fake it until you make it. Fake it until you become it, right? Nice. Like you can fake having a good attitude about something until you actually do. You can. I've fake, never been able to do that, but you, yeah, I got you. You can fake. Like wanting to have a work ethic until you actually do. Like if you just show up every day and you're not uh, you're not particularly a hard worker, but then you're like, man, I really need to do this. Well, you can fake it for a while until you actually become a hard worker, Got right? Yeah. So you can control nice. these things. But what Zach is going to have to get 
in in real control of is his preparation, right? Like, what is his preparation? And they already talk about him being just a, a football rat, right? Like, he's in watching the film. He's he's doing all the things. But those are the only things he can control. He's got to let go of what the press says. He's got to let go of the performance of other players. He's got to let go of the fact that maybe he's not in the best scenario ever with his offensive line and wide receivers and all. And he's just got to take care of him and be the very, very best version of himself. And when you become hyper-focused on those things that you can control, your anxiety, your sport anxiety, the pressure that you feel goes down. And when your anxiety and pressure goes down, your confidence and performance goes up. They're inversely proportional. There you go. That's Riley Jensen, quarterback guru and mental health performance coach. Joining us now is also somebody who's dealing in performance, and he's Andrew from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Andrew, one of the things that I think is cool about the internet and used to not be this way, if you want to go to a restaurant or like for me, I like to golf, and so I want to see about a new course, I can go online and I can read a bunch of reviews, and people can be honest, and they can say, I like this, I like didn't like that, whatever service stunk, food was good, whatever it might be. And that's the same thing Wasatch Medical Clinic has with patients for ED, because we may be skeptical, but you can provide a bunch of evidence from folks who've been going to Wasatch Medical Clinic and can tell other folks how it it's worked and how good it's been, correct? Yes, we have, uh, I think, hundreds of reviews. And one of the most interesting things when you're considering this treatment at Wasatch Medical is to go to wasatchmedicalclinic.com, click on the science page. There you'll read 50 studies. They have tested this on groups of men, gone back, taken x-rays, and published the results. In many, most of the cases, the erectile dysfunction is reversed with acoustic wave therapy. The blood flow is improved. The need to take the pill is either uh, significantly reduced or eliminated completely. This is a game changer, guys. If you're struggling with ED, if you're struggling with performance in the bedroom, if you're sick of pills, if you feel like maybe the intimacy level and the relationship is strained, that is what we do here. We're treating the root cause problem without any chemicals or side effects. There you go. Wasatch Medical Clinic, 801-901-8000. Now, of course, when you join us on DJ and PK, you usually have something up your sleeve as far as a special offer. What do you got going today? So much value. This is the first step in regaining your love life. Uh, You'll come into our clinic for about 30 minutes. Meet with our doctor. He'll do an assessment exam and he'll test the strength of your blood vessels to make sure that's the issue. Uh, Pretty cool process, actually. You get the gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom. Uh, You'll love that. And if you're like so many, a little low in the tank, blood work and testosterone is free today as well. There you go, Andrew. Thanks a lot. Wasatch Medical Clinic. Right now, you need to call to claim all that Andrew's talking about, 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000. Andrew, thanks for giving us some information. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, coming up next, Dale Murphy of the Atlanta Braves fame and the Braves win the World Series. Stay with us next, 97.5, 1280 The Zone.